1: Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Phoenix Rods, an English choice out of San Diego, California. Today's episode is with Brian Evans. Brian is the new owner of Bass Tricks. Been trying to get him on for a while and he's uh, he was ready, so we did it. Uh, Brian's a really cool guy. He talks about the history of Bass Tricks, uh, where he grew up, kind of casitas fishing up there. He was tournament partners with Matt Newman. So uh, he talks a little bit about that and fishing the FLW. Great episode. Check out Bass Tricks. They got a lot of new stuff coming Uh, in the podcast. He talks about some new stuff that's coming as well. Thanks again, Brian, for coming on. Um, Check out this ad by Angler's Choice. They support the podcast, so please support them. If you're in San Diego, stop by and say hi. Great tackle shop. Check this. Known for its rich tradition in sport fishing, San Diego is home to the world-famous long-range fishing fleet. It's also home to San Diego's premier fishing tackle store, Angler's Choice Tackle. Located in the alpha position on Rosecrans Boulevard, a surface irons Cash from Point Loma, Fisherman's, and H&M Landings. Angler's Choice owns the title as the largest Daiwa dealer in Southern California. Packed wall-to-wall, floor-to-ceiling. Whatever you're searching for, Angler's Choice has it. Whether it's super hot new Daiwa Saltiga lever drags, the BGMQ saltwater spinning reels, the legendary Lexa Tatula Arzillian baitcaster reels, the super reliable Fuego LT and the ballistic LT spinning reels, the Seaborg reels for kite and deep drop are the new electric reel covers. AC has them. If you're looking for the hot new Daiwa Zikana jigs are the J-Braid and j Floral? they got them. Daiwa's new tackle barn, travel bags, travel packs, travel rods, Got them too. Everything you need, Angler's Choice has it. Not to mention the nicest and most knowledgeable staff around. Stop in and check them out at 1910 Rosecrown Street in San Diego and follow on Instagram at Angler's Choice Tackle. And remember, as always, to support your independent tackle dealers, the lifeblood of our sport fishing community. Please check out Angler's Choice to support us, so please support them. Check out the Patreon. This month is sponsored by Swimbait Underground. They did the collab with uh, Jerry Rego, so they have the SU Rego It's a uh, rat D3 bait. Check that out. You'll win a hat D3 bait and a swim bait wrap. Four winners this month, a little big, uh, just to say thank you. And please check out the, uh, well, YouTube's kind of on hold right now, so don't check out the YouTube as much. Check out the iTunes and check out, why do I keep saying check out? Instead of check out, give us five stars. Five stars on iTunes would be great. I appreciate that. And since we're talking about Casitas a little bit, I want you guys to check out, since I've saying check out more, Fred Clinshaw. He's uh, my boy. He's uh, one of my favorite guides. Like I said before, he won't make you feel stupid. Super cool. Feels like you're fishing with your buddy and not a guide. And uh, great guy. He'll put you on fish. Fun dude. Check him out. Here's his number 805 630 0160. Check him out on Instagram at the Hammer of Fury. Amazing name, one of the best names ever. I'm sure you could just DM him there or give him a call, book with him. If you mention Cast and Crank uh, and mention uh, Big Dick Energy, he'll give you a deal. How about that? That's on you, Fred. <laughs> uh, so please check out Fred. I love him. He's a great buddy. Also, um, this week uh, we have, I'm not sure yet, we got some great episodes coming up. We got another round with Lateral Vision. We got Jay and Cameron back coming back on, which is going to be great. We have uh, my buddy Mark from Throwdown. He's a bait maker. He's another great uh, episode. He's from back east. And that's about it. And another big announcement. We're on Waypoint. So now you could listen to the podcast on Waypoint. If you go to waypointtv.com, you can check out the podcast section, and you'll see Cast and Crank on there. It's pretty stoked. Thanks, guys, for listening. I appreciate all the support. like a dummy with your headphones on like me all <laughs> um, <laughs> right <laughs> welcome to cast and crank podcast today's episode is brian evans who is the uh, new owner of bastrix right correct um i've been talking to brian for a little while i think i followed you before you even had had um bastrix i kind of knew who you were from newman yep you know yeah my, so, uh, my partner yeah So uh, I guess first talk about where you came up because you grew up a little more north
0: than uh, where we're at. Yeah, definitely. So I uh, born and raised in Ojai. Okay. And uh, just the women's club. The women's (laughs) club, exactly. So no, super cool area um, as far as fishing goes. You know, Uh, my house is probably seven to ten minutes away from the Long Tramp at Casitas. Okay. So from five years old, you know, growing up, that was like my stomping grounds. Yeah, and still is. Um, I got Ventura Harbor right next to me. I also grew up there. Um, Channel Islands Harbor, the Channel Islands, Anacapa, everything like that. So that's definitely like,
1: fishing Anacapa a lot too, when you're younger. Yeah, or definitely. You still do, right? Oh, I
0: still yeah. do. Yeah. Yep. Well, not this year, but <laughs> like we're just <laughs> How saying, that drive from, from
1: the Harbor to Anacapa 12 miles nine miles. What, I think, kind to the boat, tip. what kind of boat is acceptable? Cause I heard it can get fucking crazy. It can get crazy. You yeah. got
0: to pay attention to the weather for sure. But, um, I'm in like an 18 foot whaler okay, and I just pay attention to the weather and you know, I've kind of, it's been a good learning curve as far as all the technology that's out, you know, as far yeah. as reading weather and stuff like that. And, uh, Matt definitely had to show me a lot of that being in a small boat, but yeah. uh, no, it's so much fun. No, it's so much you have fun.
1: a pretty good, uh, that's a cool fishery because you're not far from the lake and you're not far from, uh, Inshore fishing, like where people go, man, you talk a lot at freshwater, but you don't do as much. I'm like, I'm 15, 20 minutes from the Harbor or I'm an hour and a half from DVL,
0: you know, silverwood. So it's like, what are you going to do? Exactly. I'm
1: going to go to the Harbor dude and fish Calico. <laughs> exactly.
0: You know? No, it's a, uh, it's really cool. You I know, mean, Southern California. Yeah. We got a little bit of everything and, um, that's kind of what I'm trying to do with, with some of the future of the company is yeah. go every which direction from spotted Bay bass to inshore to saltwater. Yeah. And stuff like that and it's cool because i get to test all that stuff you know if uh, for example we're doing a lot of bay bass stuff right now mm-hmm. and i've been able to jump over like after work to the harbor go fish for a couple hours okay we need to tweak this we need to tweak that and just a, a big testing ground so it's cool yeah that's
1: great and you have both lakes that's the biggest thing. Exactly. A lake if you're doing something different yeah and then uh so did you uh grow up Did you, were you there during the big bait deal? I was, um,
0: I was pretty young. So a lot of it was, uh, you know, from the shore. Um, and I think I got my first boat about 18 and started, you know, getting into it, but like the big bait posse and all that stuff. Like I watched a lot of that go down literally standing on the shore.
1: Yeah, I bet.
0: So it was really, really, really cool.
1: Did they have, that's where they had a the couple of the tournaments too, right? The big bait tournament. Yeah.
0: The um, HBC okay. heavyweight bass classic. Yeah. So um, that was cool. I remember standing there watching that as well. And really cool experience The
1: and everything. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. you've been around the, for, for the fishing industry for a while. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um,
0: I kind of started with, uh with Matt Newman. Like I said, he's my, my tournament partner um, with I rod. One of the first, uh, I think it was one of the first like two or three pro staff with him when he first, first started. No yeah. Super wow. cool. Super, super cool. So, um, you know, I got, I hooked up with that and started doing trade shows and kind of getting into the industry and seeing you know how it runs and
1: the tournament stuff were you just doing like aba stuff
0: yeah so i um i started off mostly just at casitas um so fished that for a couple years aba i think it was angler's choice one bass uh, did that got a couple of angler of the years and and did pretty well and kind of wanted to get my feet wet outside of casitas so um at the time there was a A circuit called um, California Bass Championship, and it was like a uh, a road to kind of crown the top forty anglers of California.
1: Did it Um, move you anywhere up? Like yeah,
0: I did. So you know, I jumped out. uh, I think the first it was like a qualifier, then a regional, then a championship, and you kind of had to. I think top ten at all those, you know, to get up to the championship. Mm So uh, first one was at Lake Cachuma. I think it was like my first ever tournament outside of Casitas, and uh, well, well, I got third uh, super like nerve wracking. <laughs> I had a, uh, you know, I was fishing against like Jared Littner and some of the elite series pros that lived in that area that were on their off season. So it was cool. Uh, hopped into that, did that. And, um, from there qualified to go to regionals, which at the time was Lake Lopez, same thing. I think I got third there. Mm-hmm. Um, then that qualified me to the finals up at Clear Lake. And, um, third on day one and then i think i fell out of it on day two but okay so that's kind of what what got it started uh from there went and uh tagged along on some flws and pro ams and one bass and stuff like that and you know got my feet wet with all that and
1: did you keep doing it like did you uh go farther than just no i fished i fished like the
0: on the pro side for flw for a couple years and then just with career stuff and you got to be pretty uh hundred percent dedicated to right. it you know financially too like it's a, it's <laughs> expensive, expensive man dude. freaking rooming and boarding and gas and fuel and even all with the sponsors
1: time. it can't be yeah y- you're still paying out of pocket you're still paying half a ton of out of pocket yeah oh at, at least, least
0: at least yeah i i got super super lucky and had a, a good sponsor that helped out with some entry fees and stuff like that but yeah yeah it's it's crazy
1: plus your boat exactly You know, like did you have boat you bought you had your own boat You bought yeah it yeah you,
0: so yeah. i bought a i bought a boat like somewhere around 17 or 18 and uh fished out of that for a year. I ended up completely grenading it. Okay. <laughs> um, so at that point was, was fortunate enough to get a, a sponsorship with Basscat and um, oh, nice. be able to afford to get into one. And yeah. yeah, I've been running that ever since.
1: So were you, uh, into bait making at the time? Like, are were you into like making your own stuff at the time?
0: Yes and no. Like, um, you know, not from a production standpoint, but, um, I've always just been a, you know, a tackle nerd, like most of us are and fishing lure nerd. And, um, A bait tweaker Mm -hmm. you know trying to always see if i could get a bait to do something different than everybody else is doing and uh you know grew up with a swimming pool and that was like (laughs) my test tank so yeah you know i'm still doing that but uh no there's um like i said nothing production a lot of hand pours Mm -hmm. um i remember you know funny kind of thinking back on it when that whole white sea bass bite was going on up at the channel islands like you could not get bass tricks tubes anywhere yeah so i went you know all the way to the extent of like figuring out how to do it in my garage and making them just so i could have them for that bite
1: oh uh, yeah i mean i know uh daniel from redemption swim Bait. yeah he'll make a lot of, of uh like certain colors for eric
0: yep absolutely you know? yep
1: and uh i've been trying to get eric on for a minute too like we've <laughs> gone back and forth but he's
0: real busy yeah So i think is. i'm gonna
1: have to drive up
0: there and uh, do do one out of yeah. spot, you know? Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll get his uh, I'll get his grumpy ass going. Yeah, that's so. what I heard. I've
1: been, i talked to Fred Clinshaw a lot. So yeah, like, he'll he'll help out too as well. But I yeah, I talked to Daniel. And he goes, yeah, you like I know he's throwing those white flukes right now. Yeah, and they're doing great.
0: Absolutely big, like seven, eight inch white flukes on the squid beds, and they're ripping them yeah. around, and it's really cool for you know when you can't get bait. And same and thing, you, there's you have a, like
1: a different little uh, group of fishery kind of up there too, where everyone's on their little own deal absolutely. compared to down here where. People maybe jump from San Diego to, to uh, you know, Orange County, but not so much up there. You're like a good hour and a half. Yeah, we're kind of
0: we're kind of in our own little zone and just, you know, kind of the way everything works out up there, like um, with the whole coaga muscle thing, you know, mm-hmm. we, we're kind of limited to one lake at a time, like whether you're at Kachuma or, or you're at Casitas, so it's not like mixing in. So you have to kind of lock into, into those lakes. And because of that, we've got a lot of people that have, you know, kind of picked their favorite lake and it's from a tournament standpoint it's really up to the game like it seems like everybody that's kind of crazy everybody knows everything as far as you know techniques and and baits and and spots and you know the lakes are getting a little bit smaller with the drought and stuff so it it makes it even more challenging but it's good it's it's made me step it up yeah i can't do things i was doing years ago and still go be competitive
1: do you, uh, with the quagga, it's a little different up there too, where they wash the boat down and there's like a quarantine for a while, right? You
0: know, I think that's at, um, Kachuma. Only Kachuma? Yeah. Casitas, okay. it's, it's a mess. You go in there, you get inspected. If it passes, um, I think it's a 30 day wait, maybe it's even 40. You can't take your boat in. Uh, but once you get in, it's cool.
1: But if you leave, you gotta do the same procedure. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, so for you, when you were pre-fishing these lakes, what were you doing? I had two boats. Did you? I had two boats. I was <laughs>
0: guiding at the time at Casitas. I was fishing two or three circuits there. Then yeah. when I would go travel, that's when I had, uh, you know, my bass cap, but I had to buy a little 18 foot boat just so I can do all the Casitas business. Cause it's five minutes from my house. Yeah.
1: How long did you guide
0: for? Like two years. Really? Yeah. Did you like it? It's cool. It, it was cool. Like, Doesn't um, sound like it, Brian? No, I mean it. Was, it was cool. It was. It was hard. It was definitely hard. I, I really enjoyed like the customer service side of it. Yeah. And, and seeing people catch fish and teaching people and stuff like that. But there's definitely a point where I'm like, God, I gotta go fish. You know, I'm I sure. gotta make a cast. But
1: when you get those guys that kind of are self running, like. You know, I went on with Benny, and he's like, oh, this is nice. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. You guys are fishing. I'm, yeah. You know, I can kind of just sit here and let you go at
0: it. Absolutely. So
1: I'm sure that's part of it, too, is when you get those guys that, you know, are hardcore, they just want to get on the lake because they can't get their boat on yeah, the lake. Yeah, absolutely. We got a lot of those. That's nice. Yeah,
0: it was really, it was really cool. And like I said, it was a good uh, learning experience. I actually learned a lot from stuff, you know, from clients and things like that. Yeah. Like, kind of just in my own mind, going, Ah, like, eh, he's not going to get one there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh crap. <laughs> That's a whole bunch of five powders. There. Right? You know, I wouldn't have made that gas. So <laughs> it was pretty
1: cool. Um, so at this time, did you stop guiding and have a full-time job?
0: Yeah. So I've, I've always kind of worked full-time. Um, at, at that age I was working at the Ohio Valley Inn and spa doing customer service. And then after that, um, I went into like emergency medical and fire service and I did that for about 10 years
1: doing like, uh, as a fire, everything from
0: EMT to, okay. to firefighting, wow. um, worked in the hospital in the emergency room as a phlebotomist. So I did all that stuff and yeah, what's a phlebotomist? They draw blood like a vampire. Oh really? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so vampire, a vampire, professional vampire. <laughs> so yeah, no, I did that. And, and because of that, you know, there's so much schooling involved and so much kind mm-hmm. of dedication to get to all those little, uh, you know, milestones that, I, I kind of stepped away from guiding. Like I said, it was fun, but it was more of like a, a part time game. Yeah.
1: So then, what made you decide to stop? You don't do that anymore. You're no. doing this full time.
0: Full time. Full time.
1: What, what that's a crazy fucking it's jump. A crazy dude. jump, right? Yeah.
0: No, I kind of came into um, like a career path change. You know, I, uh, long story short, got hired with a new department and went for a fire department and was going through their training program and got extremely sick like pneumonia, like everything messed what? up. Well, it was about a month before we knew what the word COVID was. So, you think you had it? I think so. Yeah. I, I tested, and you know, like, not this was afterwards, like, oh, yeah, you had it, you know. So,
1: oh, um, you had the, the yeah.
0: antibodies, yeah, okay. So, um, I think that's what was going on, but I got postponed in that, and then COVID hit like a month and a half later, mm-hmm. and it was just like everybody got tax cuts and everything changed, so everything was on a hold. and. Um, you know, my goal was always to do like fire service and emergency medical service and have a fishing gig on the side that was like, you know, the, keep me in the fishing industry, keep me fishing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, during this whole time, um, Bruce Porter, you know, previous owner of Bass tricks, I kind of heard through the grapevine, um, was selling the company, you know, and Eric from Eric's tackle, who we're just talking about, he's located in Ventura. And uh, Matt Newman, my tournament partner were hanging out in the shop when Bruce called and said, Hey, just letting you guys know, um, you know, this will probably be your last order for a while. I'm selling the company. And then Matt right then and there called me and said, Hey, Bruce is selling it. Let's, you know, <laughs> let's, let's see if this can make this happen. Yeah. And so Bruce and I talked for probably six months before it actually, you know, went down and he was, uh, it was his baby, you know, it's, when did you take it over? Completely. Like completely, probably December of last year, January of this year. So it's only been about six months. Six, Dude, seven you're months. You're killing it right now. It's good. It's it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's absolutely crazy. I I feel like I haven't uh you know, come up above water to take a breath for about six, seven months. Yeah. So,
1: so when you talk to Bruce, is, uh, did he have a warehouse and everything already?
0: So he had kind of phased out at that. Uh, at that point, he went down to like one, maybe two employees. And then he was doing a lot of the stuff himself. And uh, like I said, we talked for like six months about it. He was mm-hmm. he was skeptical. And then I think I got, you know, some blessings from some of his close friends and stuff like that. And after getting to know each other, you know, I think uh, I can kind of communicate like uh, which way I wanted to take the company. And it was, you know, along the lines of something he'd want, like not you know, basically taking it overseas or doing this or that, or, you know, kind of keeping it that American made product and handmade product.
1: Do you have a, you know, a little history about Bass Tricks itself? Decent. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: well, I have a, like a lot of it with, I mean, when the whole paddle tail craze yeah. came out and, you know, I made a lot of money on that thing and, um, <laughs> you know, the tubes and, and all that stuff. Like it was just, it was so crazy to have that opportunity. I was like, they struck. were like
1: the first. Saltwater tube, kind of one of them, yeah. One of them, right? absolutely. The He's been doing, using, yes, you know?
0: absolutely. He's been doing tubes for like actually started with lake trout, okay. Like guys do eight, 10 inch, you know, lake trout baits, yeah. um, but yeah, no, there's a ton of history on it. I mean, he was kind of like uh pre Huddleston days, you know, with an actual mm-hmm. harness, lead head, top hook style bait. Wow, um, yeah, caught so many giants in its day, like during that whole like movement, you know, and a lot of companies kind of um you know used that as as far as making future products that are super super popular and uh no ton of history tons, of but tons. that's a cool
1: thing to, to know too and, and i'm sure when you went to buy the company you're like I'm, i use it i'm not just like hey no, i want to buy it and you know like i said i was like you know
0: i was a little starstruck with it like oh yeah. my gosh i can't even imagine that's the hardest thing with any company is you know getting people to know the name and trust in the product and that's already there
1: and you have end of bait made. Way different than any other swim bait. Way as different. Well. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. We have probably in total twelve or thirteen products right now. I'm trying to really get three or four of the of the real good, popular ones that everybody knows out the door. Yes. Um, but we got a lot of stuff in the works for future and bringing back some old stuff. But yeah, it, it's 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 whole whole different ball game. Um, Bruce not only created the baits, but he created the process in which he you know manufactures the baits. Yeah, and it's not like anything. I don't think many people do.
1: So you don't, I mean, you don't have to give us the way yeah, you yeah. do it, but it's a, it's a different type of pour, you said.
0: Yeah. It's, there's it's not like, a whole lot of pouring going on. Really? It's, there's all kinds of, it's, it's about a seven, a seven part manufacturing process wow. for each bait to get and the, the colors I mean, in. They,
1: yeah. They're like completely different. Even when I got my hands on like, dude, these are like, and I'm pretty green to like that side of the fishing yeah. where I'm, you know, with surf fishing and stuff. But I seen them, I'm like, damn, you know, and I talked to some guys and they like, oh dude. You know, uh, old school guys. You know, like um, like Bobby's like, oh, can you get this? I'm like, let me check. <laughs> you know, and then everyone goes, oh, I know Bruce. I'm like, he don't you own know, oh, no, it. No, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm sure you get the same thing from guys. Oh yeah, what? absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But no, it's cool. It offers something that's you know highly detailed.
1: Did they? Uh, did you have to kind of go through the process with them? He kind of showed. you? Yeah, it? as
0: far as training, most of it was was building the shop and setting the shop up. You know, like I said, he I think his last location was in Anza hollywood mm-hmm. one of the one of those two places um so we moved everything up here to ventura and uh it took a good three weeks to a month to really build the shop out and how get big everything. is the shop i think three thousand square feet so you got a big shop it's a that's a big search. shop it's decent
1: yeah. yeah so uh after he ended the the uh to him done and swapped the two did you have to go back into shops or did you kind of have a self-serving you know uh, clientele already.
0: I, I still had some of the accounts for sure. Uh, he phased out like a lot, like I said. So, um, but it was, you know, I kind of got to handpick who I get to start back up with. Um, and production is not as fast as it needs to be. It, it, it typically takes like three to five months to get an employee who's really dialed in to get stuff going. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best to service the accounts that I have and they, they just, they keep. And are right. you doing
1: tackle warehouse too?
0: As of yesterday. That's got to be a killer. It's killer. So <laughs> we, they literally got their baits last week and they went up on the site yesterday. Wow. So,
1: yeah. And you got to fulfill a big order for that. Big order. Like, yeah. So that kind of would kill you too as well, right? Yeah.
0: No, I mean, I, I told them, Hey, like I'm starting off. I got new <laughs> employees. Can we go small? You know? And, and they're small. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's cool though. We're going to, we're going to get there to where, you know, we can service as much, uh, as much as we can. I yeah. look, I look back at at Bruce doing, you know, Tackle Warehouse and then every other store in the country and then stuff out of the country too. And I'm like, how did you do this? You know, but he had employees that were working for him for like six to 10 years. Like they're, yeah. they're dialed. But you you know? you'll build so, that up sooner. Yeah, that's, just the, that's the thing. Right yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. So we're, we're getting there. You know, I got a couple employees now that have been there a few months and they're getting. And you, know, you a have your production.
1: buddy works with you as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I have
0: a, a really good friend that I, I grew up fishing with. His name's Phil Emery, and uh, he's kind of like a the unofficial shop manager. Okay. You know, he helps training new employees and helps with some production stuff. And he's a he's a manager for a winery, so he's helped oh, me so with. Oh, he the knows he side. knows what to do. He's yeah, mean, yeah. So he's he's been a huge huge help and product tester and yeah, just fishing partner.
1: What uh, what are some new bait ideas or maybe things that you we got a know lot of stuff out? we got a lot of stuff coming in the Any future. Any lead heads, anything like that?
0: Internal lead head baits, yeah. Really? So yeah, actually, uh, well, we got two coming, but um, one of them is a reproduction of the, you know, the one we was talking about that came out in like the early nineties.
1: When did he stop making that?
0: <sighs> Probably late nineties, I want to say. So he stopped making that bait in the late nineties, yeah, just because it got overran with like you know Huddleston and a million brands. But not other brands. even, I mean.
1: That's the thing is I talked to like Don Osborne yeah, you know? yeah, and he goes seven year cycle. So um, if that's true, like you could bring some of these baits back and they might work again the same way.
0: Oh, right. Like, no, no questions asked. Yeah. I mean, it's the old saying, like what's old is now new, Yes. you know, and then, especially I'm seeing that really, really gnarly with the, uh, the paddle tails right now, oh. like it, they had their whole huge movement and, you know, kind of wrote their little book in, in tournament fishing. And then it kind of phased out and a lot of new stuff came in, you know, and, and it's been like that six, seven year mark. And now we're starting to see, you know, certain tail styles and certain baits that everybody uses. They're in everybody's boats. Fish are getting used to them.
1: You feel the yeah. same way about that seven year cycle? Like when Yeah. You somewhere down, around there. You know, like you could, you could bring back a bait that might not uh, work, you know? Absolutely. Or, yeah.
0: Absolutely. I'm, I, but I mean, that's kind of like my style too. I'm. I've won a lot of tournaments on baits that I found in garage sales, you know, that I'll, I'll go sort through, you know, garage sales and find some, some prop bait from the, you know, early nineties. I'm like, man, you know, yeah. so I like that stuff. What's old is new.
1: Yeah. I mean, but having a mentality like that is a good but for, especially for business. So you can go like. You know, these haven't been out forever, so it's almost new. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's kids now probably, like, that are in their 20s, 25. Yeah. What is this? What it, is exactly. This, you know?
0: Exactly. You know, we got a huge base of, like, oh, my gosh, can we have everything, you know, exactly how it was. And then we're also, you know, catering to a, a new group of of anglers that, you know, we're trying to introduce the product to and stuff like that. And fishing's changed so much this year.
1: Hey, guys. Quick piece from Phoenix Rods. Quick recommendation on a calico rod. Uh, we went to cat this weekend and caught some. Actually, Friday I took the day off for my birthday and uh i'm gonna talk about the ultra swimbait classic 800h it's a rod that i really love for calico i throw a lot of different baits on there i'll throw my a rig on there i'll throw uh some of my weedless on there as well so check out that rod check out all the rods m one has a really good series too there's a couple different m1s i use for the tiny clash and the new su bait the d3 So please go check them out at your local tackle shop. Thanks for listening, and give them a follow on Instagram. Thank you, guys. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard
0: field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your
1: gambling from getting out of hand.
0: With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, Motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of Motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks.
1: Right? Like, just
0: crazy. Huge. Crazy, said, crazy,
1: I mean, I forgot someone said this, like, an, an additional, like, 7 million fishermen this yeah. year, you know, because of COVID. Yeah.
0: You know? No, it, it changed everything. And that was, like, a a huge kind of like scary thing is right when all this was going down is when I was, you know, having that transition and into this. Yeah. So I'm just like, what is going to happen with the, <laughs> the fishing world? You know, like yeah. that's going to be the first to go and it's complete opposite. Oh, I
1: think it's, it's driving. Like it's, 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 it's driving. I'm sorry. Um, just even looking at everything's out. Yeah. I can't get shit right now.
0: You can't get anything. No. Every lake I go to right now is the parking lots full on, you know, Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays and, same thing with the ocean launch ramps are full and it's yeah. just, uh, it's, it's really good. It's great for the industry.
1: Yeah. Are you going to make like a, do you make a two, two separate style of bait? So maybe like you want to use one plastic in the fresh one in the salt or do you kind of keep,
0: them yeah, there? no, we have a couple different consistencies, okay. like a saltwater plastic and we do a lot of blends, you know, to make certain things softer or harder, but yeah. Um, going back to your, your other question about future stuff coming, we got, like I said, um, freshwater and saltwater stuff coming. Okay. we got a goby coming. Um, we got more of Is a, it going to have
1: an internal? Uh, no, it okay.
0: won't. It'll be more of a, a hollow bait. Okay. Um, we have a, a solid body swim bait coming that'll be a little bit more likely to be mass produced where we can kind of really fill things but still have that you know high detail and and kind of all the properties that
1: like something with a beast hook you put on yeah exactly exactly and
0: that's what that's what the cool thing with the paddle tail is is um you know all the million ways to rig it you know you can rig it on a beast hook flashy swimmer lead head you know fish it in two foot of water and turn around and fish in 100 foot of water
1: yeah um so did you did you when you got the company did you get you got everything you had yeah. like his old stuff too he showed you hey here's
0: oh yeah, yeah. no i got like f- a documented stuff this is how we did it this exactly is- exactly wow. so i got all all that i got old molds i got old you know kind of everything and a lot of old inventory too and um i'm trying to start fresh you know fresh plastic you fresh. don't want
1: to really mess with the old inventory no yeah
0: i mean it's plastic if plastic sits for a while it has issues yeah you know and and unfortunately he had issues for like I don't know, maybe two years of of bad plastic that would like kind of get oily and sticky. I heard that. And, yeah, yeah, and it's it's terrible. Then the bait gets really stiff. And is that just swim. because of the
1: company changes their mixture? Or I is think it, so. Really? Yeah, I think so. And that's something you had to look into. or you? Had-
0: I had to. Yeah. I mean, my first thing there was like uh, kind of trying to figure out and fix some of those quality control issues. You know, to not have one good bait out of out of two. You know, and try and get everything as consistent as I can. So you know, we swap uh, manufacturing companies for plastic and. Uh, even some of the colors we thought may have, you know, be leading up to changing the chemistry and making it stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of swapped through all that. Uh, next thing in line will be packaging. I'm eventually going to go to some fancy, nice, you know, clamshell packaging and stuff like that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I like the packaging or right not. It's, it's cool. Pretty, it's really functional. Cool. It's very it's, uh, functional. You keep it real easy. You yeah, know? Like exactly. Simple. Exactly.
1: I think that's a, that's a thing that's missed, too. Is, I mean, some people want to see that flashy thing and i'm like yeah. i just want the food. you know <laughs> I, guess, I know as long as it's in a package 90 percent of people eating. just pull them out yeah. and throw them in a container exactly. in their boat or the bottom of their boat exactly so, yeah. um yeah. do you are you going to take any of this stuff to get engineered or do you guys engineer it your molds and do you have them done like a done all up or maybe
0: so the the cool thing um that with, with Bruce Porter the previous owner is you know through talking to him it was like hey the, his whole reason for selling the company was i've done this for 20 years i've had a great run with it i'm absolutely sick of doing the business <laughs> side of things and i'm sick of california like <laughs> i want to go back to making baits and do what i originally started you know this company for it was he's a lure creator so the cool thing with that is, you know, we've worked a thing where like, hey, when he creates stuff, I kind of get first access to it, to look at it, see oh. it, and decide, hey, let's bring this into the lineup. Well, so, so then
1: oh, you're still working with him
0: somewhat. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we talk a lot on the oh, phone. Well, that's a
1: great, like, pass off, and it's great for people to know, like, hey, this isn't just like a... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just took it. He's gone. Yep. He still let's, go to, let's go to China. The, yeah. He has involvement in the business. Yeah, too.
0: absolutely. No, and I'm it's, sure like, that's probably, and like I said it earlier, really, it's his baby, so... Yeah.
1: Oh, no. I mean... Were you thinking of doing something like this previously though like before Basrd you had a did you have a company in mind or did you
0: no I like I said, I wanted to be in the fishing industry and um, you know I didn't exactly know where whether it was working you know for i rod with Matt or for um, you know creating a bait company or apparel company or stuff like that. so when this opportunity came about it was it was just like a no brainer
1: yeah. No I mean that's a, that that's like perfect timing. Yeah, it right. really was. It's
0: <laughs> you know it's weird how things in, in life work. I've been yeah. I've been working towards that goal for ten years, and um, and I still you know we'll we'll keep a, a foot in that door, but for right now it's it's full time. Yeah. Everything I have into this.
1: Are you going to go to like ICAST and stuff? Yeah, do, yeah. Really, really well in the future. Yeah.
0: Right now, you know, the main goal is to is to get production like up to speed.
1: Yeah. So. What's the. Uh, I mean, man, there's there's like so much to the production. It's, yeah, uh, you no, know, like
0: I said, it's a six seven step process, and so then there's a lot of uh, a lot of things you don't think about: packaging, yeah. labeling, barcoding. You know, and, and you're all doing the, everything in house. It's all doing there. everything in house. Yeah, that's nice. So I got a I got a total of four employees plus myself right now, and mm-hmm. we're we're trying to trying to get there. Yeah,
1: especially so. the tackle warehouse. That's a big. Yeah, thing.
0: absolutely, and it kind of like everybody. You know, like like I said, this year has just boomed the fishing world. Everybody's fishing. Everybody's learning. That it's cool, you yeah. Know, learning that it's fun. So yeah. even, even some of the smaller like mom and pop shops, they're doing huge orders. Yeah, you know.
1: What's some uh, recommendations you have for people if they want to fish, like say like a largemouth, some baits that you that you would say <sighs> for them to use? Since you're new, yeah. You know, or maybe people are coming to hear about you now. Yeah. What is something that you would recommend?
0: <sighs> Two things: the uh, the paddle tail swim bait. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you go online to do any research about it, it's got. <sighs> 15 years of history yeah. over a million dollars in tournament winnings um it's been on you know every major um like magazine every major television show as far as tournaments being won on yeah. Bassmaster and flw um but all in all it's just a, it's a simple bait to fish it's, yeah it's you know for I, I suggest that to a lot of people who are just now getting into it you know the, the sorry co- about the fucking <laughs>
1: we're, we're by the, the fortune airport that thing dude
0: <laughs> no um you can put it on a leadhead fish it deep you can you can rig it weedless and fish it from shore and never lose one um and it's it brings in the difference between a big bait and a swim bait it's kind of that middle ground to where you know you want to get into big baiting and throwing huddlestons and depths 250s but you still want to swim bait you know you can step down to a six inch seven inch bait where you're getting a lot of bites you're getting confidence you're catching a ton of two to three pounders you know but you're still having a good shot at a you know eight plus yeah so that and then uh, we make a, a product called a flash tricks it's just a yeah. straight tail highly detailed kind of minnow type bait and it's same thing just completely versatile put it on a drop shot put it on a split shot and
1: then- this is the same thing you could be using the uh and for
0: spotties same thing yeah and calicos yeah I mean, no it's the whole ugh, the flash tricks with the spotted bay bass that's like one of the <laughs> that's one of the hard things I'm, I'm trying to balance right now like really oh gosh i want to keep that quiet <laughs> you know but it is deadly in in the harbors yeah um and it's just like i said it's an easy thing to fish there's a million there's no wrong way to rig it and uh we're finding more and more ways with the change of technology right now with the forward-facing sonars. It's it's been it's been a crazy <laughs> year with that right you know we're you had with, that all set up on oh your yeah, yeah yeah i've had it for probably six months now and it's it's changed it's changed fishing for you, from a video game right <laughs> video game
1: that, from, that that crazy huh when you're when oh, you're fishing yeah. yeah
0: it has helped me a ton and it has absolutely hurt me a ton i mean Do you catch yourself looking at the screen a lot oh i forget where i'm at sometimes like <laughs>
1: you're just following
0: a fish. Yeah, bounce. I started on this point, now I'm out in the middle of the lake. The whole time
1: you could see the bait, everything. Just you can happening. see everything,
0: and and it's you know from like a Southern California standpoint, like people are pretty dialed here with having deep, clear water, knowing about the amount of suspended fish that that are out there, and now I think everybody in the country is being able to really see it on the on that unit and apply smaller shad finesse baits like the flash tricks
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: like i said that's that's where i'm seeing it really play is, is the people that are getting dialed into forward facing sonar suspended bass with you know small smaller style baits like that
1: and are you going out and like kind of Ding when you're when yeah you're, absolutely. you know with that oh in, yeah in mind
0: oh yeah because like i said i've had it about six months and it's it's been a learning curve for sure mm-hmm. um It's almost hurt me more than it's helped me because it's just so, you know, I'm a little stubborn. So I'm like, dude, they're right there. I know I can catch them, you know, but it's cool. You learn stuff that, that I wouldn't have known without it, you know, like, Hey, I can change a color and it actually made a difference. or I can change the the retrieve and it made a difference, you know? But then
1: it's like, but I heard like I think it was like an ABA in like San Diego. I think four out of the top five had it.
0: Oh yeah. You know? So it's
1: like, if you don't have it, you're, you're screwed now. Yes. And no, like you for think? the
0: first, like the first, like sl- or the last six months of like professional elite series tournaments, especially with smallmouth and clear water, but, um, FLW, like all of the MLF, all that stuff, like it's, everything was one off it. Everything, right. you know, then now we're starting to see a little bit of a change. Like there's, it just all, it's all seasonal. You know, you think? if they're, if they're mm. in zero to five foot of water, it's, Doesn't it helps, yeah. but like turn the thing off, <laughs> go fish what's in front of you. But, um. For out here in California with clear, suspended fish, like, it's... You can't, Do you, can't you go back
1: east up. and fish at all? I have a couple times. Really? I
0: have. The definitely definitely on the plan for next year is to get back there. Could you tell the big stuff. difference
1: fishing back east to here? Oh, yeah. Pressure? Yeah. or. Yeah.
0: I mean, California is just its own little monster as far as a fishery, mm-hmm. but um, it seems like everything that we learn here, and, and you know, we can take over there and apply, and it, and it works. Yeah, you know that's why California kicks out so many good, you know, tournament anglers as well as kind of everything else. But like Justin Kerr, you know, yeah, he's a, right,
1: he almost uh, took uh, it right? second or fourth it. in that's the great. Bassmaster
0: Classic. Like, yeah. so cool, <laughs> so cool to watch. Like, I had goosebumps the whole time. Yeah,
1: do you, you know? uh, have any pro scale? Not
0: officially. Okay. There's, there. I have kind of little, um, you know, test dummies all over the place because, like, I want to build all species products you know and i can't do that only doing my my local stuff here in california so i have guys back east um guys up north saltwater guys you know that i'm i'm kind of working with r&d and
1: up north as well yeah are you doing the deep stuff like the
0: rock fishing stuff no oh actually yeah we are uh with the tubes, but no i'm talking north like smallmouth country oh okay yeah nice so it's uh it's cool but a lot of testing
1: i bet man and it's just a lot of uh I guess getting feedback. Yeah. You know, getting interesting feedback interesting, interesting and the feedback.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, you know, like set up all species. So it's, I got stuff going salt water and fresh water and trout. We're getting to the crappie market. We're, we're going all over the map. And,
1: and you keep the, the plastic, the same consistency, which is, I feel like it swims very well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And it holds up pretty good too
0: for it, the, for it the does. And, and that was one of the other things I tried to do is I, I went to like seven or eight different plastic companies and, and tried to find that balance of consistency, but also like toughness, you know, Yeah. like, if you're going to pay for something i, I want to get a couple fish out of it at least you know so i think we we came up with a pretty good blend i'm, I'm happy with it
1: yeah i mean even just like i love fishing kitex but yeah, it's like one fish <laughs>
0: right absolutely
1: like and especially in the salt like if you're trying to get bitten, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah that thing's gone yeah. one spotty gone. gone one calico <laughs> just nips it done yep or i'll have it yeah. on the a-rig and i'll be like man they look so good <laughs> and then they fall off and then i'm like there you go so you end up buying you know a shitload of them just shitload to keep that's on. that's
0: just how it is in soft plastics and in swim baits but um like I said, what i'm trying to do is the the most durable i can was still yeah. getting that that balance and swim and it's a it's a very specific mixture to get the right consistency out of everything you want head wobble you want tail kick you want body roll um you want you know durability so
1: and you you already had that mixture Previously, or is this, a, is this your own mixture?
0: Something that I did, yeah. Okay,
1: cool. So it's yeah. not the same actual formula not, into yep.
0: it's Not at all, yeah. Wow. So it's probably 10% softer. Okay. And it's just really? a, a different brand, yeah. Did you like that 10%? Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. It is. It is. Softer. Yeah, no, I went 10% softer just to make sure, because, you know, kind of talking along the lines of Kitek, like, you can swim a Kitek at a very, very, very slow speed, and mm-hmm. that's kind of become a norm in the industry whether it's saltwater or freshwater guys are really figuring out that slow roll over the country and that's what i wanted to be able to do with my stuff um but still have all that second and third you know action yeah the roll the, the rock the the things that make it not a kite tech yeah nothing nothing is kite tech I, I have a box no, of i mean i have a box of them in my boat and i still it's amazing amazing but, but at like the same the,
1: time it's like I, I don't think there should be any any um competition between companies because it's like dude there's so many fishing companies like you so said many. how many people got into fishing this year it's insane. there's enough room for everyone to kind absolutely. of absolutely make their make their uh, little area as long as they're a quality company exactly
0: right exactly I mean, and it's crazy with like the uh, the copycats and the ripoffs you know like you and can- it's hard
1: too it's like i mean you get how many pe- people are making even like bait makers like small bait
0: makers you got a crap load of them now too oh yeah And swim bait, you know, jointed swim bait and plastic swim bait. It's crazy, and some of them are coming up with their own things that are just amazing. You know, I see stuff on Instagram. I'm like, oh my gosh! And then, dude, even looking
1: at Gilbert's. You know, uh, head case harness. I'm like, dude.
0: That was, that was innovation. I'm like, man,
1: you were, you're on it. You, you got to
0: do something different. You yeah. Know? And he did it with that. So,
1: yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy to look at, but it'll be cool to see you bring back something that was, a, you know, an older school deal. Definitely. Are hey, you going to do different colors? Like, Oh, yeah. Line? We'll do some
0: super cool modern colors. Yeah. And um, we have the mold already done. I had Bruce, you know, remake the mold for me. Do you have a and, price point um, on that? I no, I have no Not idea. Yet. Cause we're trying to figure out the harness. Really? Yeah, yeah. Talking about like, is the, that the hardest part? The hardest? Oh yeah. You know, like <laughs> the one I have in it right now that like I'm fishing personally, like it's great, but it's only good for two fish. Really? Yeah. Man. So, and I don't, I don't want to put that out in the, yeah. So you know, that's the nature. hard
1: part is the plastic. Man. Oh yeah. That's So you got to be like, am I going to, yep. you know,
0: absolutely.
1: And it's not replaceable, the harness it's
0: built into it the built in. Yeah. Poured in. So, yeah. Well, I can't wait for that to come out. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be exciting. And cool, man. Yeah. Cool. We got some, uh, you know, on top of new models and, and stuff like that sizes, uh, some really cool colors coming yeah and you
1: do you uh did you come up with new color schemes or did you kind of use the old ones
0: it's we're we're bringing back almost all of the old popular ones that um that bruce you know really put everything on the map with and then i have my own new stuff coming as well it's it's on our website right now as like a a website exclusive and the reason i had to do that is because the the materials that we're using to get these colors and these blends are like three times the price you know is this are
1: the 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 baits are painted as well too. That.
0: Painted, yeah. There's like I said, seven okay. steps. Seven so painted steps. and
1: colored. It could be a colored pour or whatever. It's all kinds you of do stuff. Do yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot. A lot. And the but... thing that I like is the, uh, the uh, like gill pattern. Yeah. On yeah. Some of them, I'm like man, that is. Yeah. The the really, gill, really the scales. Nice. Yeah. And,
0: um, we got some bluegill patterns coming that have you know really realistic bars and wow. and, and double scale patterns and. I, uh, I have some friends and family that work in other industries, you know, outside of fishing that I've been able to kind of dive into once I found out how Bass Trex was made and go, you know, into those other industries to get some really cool colors that I don't think have been in the fishing world. Oh, wow. Kind of color change, you know, yeah. reflective, holographic, like some really cool stuff that, that's on the site now. Um, and then we got more stuff coming. you
1: guys sell direct on
0: site as well? Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. So we just opened up our site like maybe a month ago or so. Okay. And it's been super, super cool. Yeah. Um, have you know have to restock it all the time. And like I said, we're doing, I think, five or six colors that are just exclusive to the site because they... That's cool. From a price point, you, you probably can't give them to distributor. They're just expensive to make. Um, <laughs> but it's cool. I get to, I get to add those, you know, those new colors into it. And then, yeah. Uh,
1: that's another thing. It's expensive to make. It's like, that's, yeah, it makes sense. It's like getting the, the custom swim baits, you know, it's like these dudes are selling them for this much to take a hundred buck knockoff or 80 bucks. Oh knockoff yeah. Off. It's like, dude, it's just, you can't, you mm-hmm. know,
0: and it's like for bath tracks, it's, it's really like an in between a garage company and, mm-hmm. a, and a real like mass produced manufacturing company. It's that, that in between and it's soft plastic. So people go through them a lot.
1: Oh yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing, but it's
0: like, Oh my gosh. You know, they, they take just as long as, you know, some of the glide baits make (laughs) to make, it seems like. What, um,
1: are you, what tackle shops are you locally like in California?
0: So, um, Eric's tackle, like I said, he's in Ventura. He's five minutes from me. So I, I try and keep him stocked. He helped me get the business. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's been a, a huge help. So I try and keep him stocked up, uh, East County bait and tackle, uh, tackle express tackle warehouse, tackle shack, USA um, I'm sure I'm forgetting some in the California realm, but, and we're getting into a lot of back East stuff right now as yeah. well.
1: So you can to get in some SoCal shops around here. Yeah. Like their local shops around here. Yeah,
0: and to be honest, yeah. I have, I have their order on my desk right now. We're, <laughs> we're working on it, you know? So I try, everybody's like kind of the words out like, Oh, Bastrix is yeah. back. So I'm, I'm getting orders. So are you doing orders.
1: back East? You have a whole nother set of shops too. And, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Like Scottsboro, they're a huge tackle store out in, um, Alabama. So how they, many do you know,
1: you know? How many vendors you have right now? Or how many shops you have?
0: I'd say around twenty. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I need to update the website, but um, I try and keep them all listed on our website, and try and send everybody I can to the vendors. Yeah, you know
1: that's a good. That's a I like. Yeah,
0: that. absolutely. We're all in this together. Yeah, and, you know. and uh,
1: I mean the 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 thing I like you said on the on the website where you say okay, they're custom colors.
0: Yeah, Exclusives. you got to do that, you know. But you're
1: trying to push everyone else.
0: Absolutely. To actually go buy the bait. Absolutely. The shop. Yeah.
1: Um, Let's uh, plug the website. Everything you yeah. know you want to plug people can go to.
0: Definitely. It's uh uh-huh. um, we're doing some apparel. We got like I said just over the next couple months we got so much stuff coming. It's it's overwhelming. Um, but we got some apparel on there, hats, shirts, um, exclusive colors, things like that. Are you going to go to toxic day? You know, I don't know. I'm, I would like to. I think to. that'd be cool. I think it'd be really cool. I'm I've been to, I've been working yeah. with Caesar a little bit as far as we gave him his, his exclusive color. Yeah. Um I got a lot of really good references to him and I've been watching what he's been doing over the last couple of years. Super cool. and uh he's like dude I, I need a hitch color but it has to have an orange throat on it mm-hmm. so we came up with something he has his own you know his own color yeah i think
1: it'd be cool to go up there too yeah it's part of the swim bait you know like absolutely. market for sure absolutely and a lot so. of these guys would probably love to get that
0: yeah definitely no I, I think his stuff's been selling out he said within minutes great yeah it's crazy crazy, crazy.
1: man i appreciate it brand thanks for coming yeah on, thank you so much for having All me right.
0: man you you guys have been killing it with this thanks, so. dude. it's an honor to be here thank you <laughs>